Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. I'm your host, Tess Skinner. And today's guest, we have Mattias Samuelson. It says here that your dad, Pajel. Shope. Another classic American name. It's Mike Shope. Your goal song is the country song, Trip Too Hard by Little Baby. Why? Uh, it's a good song. I like, I like the beat. No, why do you have a goal song? And the Bulldog. Oh, um, hoping one day you get one. Dream big, that's good. On WGR Sports Radio 550. Getting back to our conversation about the Sabres and the last 12 years, 12 plus, the biggest mistake they've made, it's not... Easy, it seems, to just come up with one thing. A lot of things they did that didn't turn out seemed like good ideas at the time, at least to some of us. But um, they're making history here with their their own drought. You know, it, this show can't be trusted to not just divert at some point and talk about Malachi Corley or some other draft prospect that uh, as the draft, the NFL draft creeps closer. But for now, we're talking about the first thing. 803-0550 is the number of pregame at 6 tonight for Sabres-Panthers. Let's go to Ryan next. Hi, Ryan. Hey, guys. Um, so one thing I've been thinking about recently with the Sabres is I, it seems like we just never have good veterans. All the teams that win the Cup or go far in the playoffs seem to have their top guys be veterans. And I'm not saying like 24-, 25-year-old guys who have been in the league for five years. Um, guys that have been around for quite some time. And, and it's not that we haven't drafted well, because we actually have. I mean, Reinhardt's obviously a really good player. Um, Eichel, too. But at the same time, it just seems like we haven't had the right group of veteran players um, yeah. to get us you know, to where we need to be. Yeah, you know, I don't know uh, how fair this is. Thanks, Ryan. It's a good, good point here. How fair this is, but Bulldog, it just kind of has always felt that way for me with the Sabres. Like, Certain, I don't know. Are you thinking of Gary Roberts yes, yet? Yes, yes. Like just 100% certain, certain of, of these Roberts. like playoff winning guys that yep. bounce around the league and seem like they play for everybody and are in the playoffs all the time. I don't know. Like in the in the eighties, this used to this point used to bother me. Like why, why can't the Sabers get some of these guys that are just like known? And then they right. started like with Muckler, they started to do it. And through the nineties, they did a lot of that, going they into like, trading for Doug Gilmore. My, my Sabres never traded for Doug Gilmore. What's going on here? Right. Uh, and it was awesome, I thought. But, you know, how about his point, like, in recent years? 
Sure. I mean, I, I absolutely, you, you, we've been together. We are, we are sometimes that old married couple. Like you, you were, you're starting to talk and thinking to yourself, I'll bet Bulldogs thinking of Gary Roberts. I mean, that's going back quite a ways. I know. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I think that, I think that works. I mean, I, I don't know how different things would be if they had even swapped out veteran guys on this team for different veteran guys. Um, there was a little too much of the, like, we've got it made, we're all set, I think, vibe with this team. Even though they did really, even with Gergensons and Oposo serving in those veteran mentorship-type roles last year, this team plainly, uh, you know, according to their coach and general manager, struggled with the pressure of being in a playoff race. Isn't that what the veteran guys are supposed to be here to to provide? To show, I mean, not that Gergensen has been through it. He's been a Sabre his whole life, and he's never been in the playoffs. Um, but still, I, I I just think you you want you want guys that can kind of show you the way. But they got to be able to play too, right? That's Eric Johnson. Like I'm I'm mad they didn't do enough on defense, and that one of their two moves was Eric Johnson because he had won the cup in Colorado, and he's. You know, he's like Sean McDermott. He knows what it looks like, right? So let's get him here. And the problem is, other than some blocked shots on the penalty kill, he's one of the worst players on the team. <laughs> just a, you got you got to have both ends of that. You got to have respected veteran, knows, you know, how to do it and what it should look like and feel like, but you also got to be able to hold up your end for 16 minutes a night on the ice. Those players are less out, like, there are fewer of them in the league now, the the grizzled playoff veteran guy like that. That's that's 2007 when they traded for Zubris, right? Like that's when that right. was? Yes. So the league is younger, and whereas that, that might have been a 35-year-old, the, the Leafs did all of that back before the canceled season. They had a bunch of these guys. They had Brian Leach, Ron Francis, Phil Housley, Roberts, Newendike. Newendike, right. Yeah. Like, that's they brought Gilmore back. He might have played one game. Like, they they had all of that. They've done <laughs> they've done everything. And they're in the playoffs every year, but they've 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 you know, prior to last year couldn't win a round for ages, and they have they've tried every we need toughness, we need more skill, we need experience. Like, everything. I mean, they've just tried it all. Maybe uh, like um, you know, capping it with signing Ryan Reeves to a three-year contract this offseason, which is just one of the most hilarious things that's ever happened. It is. Oh yeah, I shouldn't be throwing stones at the Leafs. Whatever, I'm looking up at them by twelve points or something. So yeah, so in a certain era, those guys, those guys were in their mid thirties. But I mean, how many guys are even in their mid thirties? It's like the very best players make a, a Crosby, right? Those guys yeah. keep going. Um, but like the the role player types are are younger. Can I tell the Roberts the, the the Roberts story like the Roberts example that makes me nuts? Like I wanted the Sabers to trade for that specific player, and he went to Pittsburgh. I don't know from where now, but he went to Pittsburgh and first round series with Ottawa. Yep, they're cruising. Like the game starts. I, I, I'm getting ahead of myself. The game starts. He like destroys some Ottawa defenseman behind the net on like a borderline maybe dirty hit. And, perfect. Right. Perfect. Exactly what you're here for. That, that's game one. There's like a few minutes left. They're up by two or three. Whatever. The game's over. 
and he just cross-checks some dude from behind at the boards just to just to do it. Just like it's a long series, right? And just turns around like anybody. And look, I know it's a that that's like an antiquated style, right? <laughs> like, but at the time, and even now today, like, wouldn't you love a guy in a Sabres uniform that is there to just? He's just telling you this is how it is. And he was no goon. He was a very good player for a long time. By then, he was very much a role player. Um, but the role was tone setting. I, I've got this young stud Crosby, and we've got Melkin, and we've got all these guys. And I've got this guy, and this is how you do it. And it just, man, that hurt me so much when I saw that game one that year. So I'm like, that's the guy I need right there. There it is. Nope. That's the year after, or no? That's like seven oh eight, right? The year after the the Penguins got him. I'd have to look. What I think it year is he, what year he got there. If it was the, the Zubris year or not? They, no, they traded for that's they traded for him that year. Okay, like Pittsburgh did that. Pittsburgh wasn't really good yet, but they they did that. He went there mid season, like deadline, and then the next year when the Sabers missed after Drury left and Briere left. Then Pittsburgh's there, like they're all, they're almost yep. winning the cup. Yeah, they didn't win that year, but like, oh nine they won, right. right? The year after, he's already forty. They were he was forty when the Penguins made that trade. Yeah, has the show ever sounded? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mike is next. Hello, Mike. <laughs> hey guys, how you doing? Good, thank you. Okay, uh, I think the fact the mistakes that the Sabres made is you got to start with the general managers. Uh, you can't have a young general manager. Kevin Adams is not the answer there. Uh, I don't really know who you can get, but he. I didn't like to hire at the beginning. I don't like to hire now. And uh, the other thing is, and this is probably going to be antiquated, and, you know, uh, but it is the fact that we fired Lindy Ruff. Lindy Ruff was probably the best coach that we've had in years. And all these other coaches are just useless. And Don Granado is just a nice guy. Um, nowadays, you got to coddle these players. And Don Granado coddles them. And that's why he's the coach. You don't need somebody to coddle them. You need a Mike Babcock. You need a uh, who am I thinking of? Uh, John Tortorella. You need somebody that can grab these guys by the neck and throw them up against the wall. You know, seriously. You know, there's no there's no discipline. You know, and and they just don't have any. Uh, you know, they don't have, they don't have any pride. There's no pride. That's it. I don't know about no pride. Uh, the the point about Granado, like, look, Mike has talked about it already today. I've talked, I've been talking about it since they committed to him. Um, at least I, I remember mentioning it. It's not like I, every day I sit here and say the same thing over and over again. Who would want to listen to that? Um, but like, can you make the transition from, you know, go go go, just go find out how good you can be, right? Don't worry about making mistakes. Just go. We need to find out who you are and what you can be as a player. And that was where Granado started immediately when he took over from Kruger, and that it 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 helped a lot. I mean, they they have had a lot of good developments from that. Tage Thompson, chief among them, 
Darlene sort of reclaiming his spot as, even though it's been an uneven year for him mostly, still he's he looks like a guy that could be a Norris Trophy guy uh, again. Um, and Granado, I think, gets a lot of credit for getting those guys either back on track or on track. But can you transition from that to, you know, taskmaster i need you to do the unpleasant the 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 things that aren't as fun yeah we need to focus on defending and playing a 200 foot game and your your gap on the rush and all this different stuff that's not loose and freewheeling and fun um you know that was a, a question when they committed to him and i you know you've got the results i mean i i don't i don't know are the results a smoking gun that he can't do it I don't know, but it certainly doesn't look favorable. I mean, they've they've been sort of doing the same thing for more than a year now. Well, they really have cycled through coaches here post-Lindy, of course. But in each one, I kind of feel like it went too long. You know, it's not my money, but what do the, what do the fans care about the money? Like, the, the owner has it. The owner has to pay the money. That's how it goes and doesn't mean anything else. It's just – and it's, it's part of why it doesn't happen – you know, sooner probably, just common sense, but doesn't mean anything to my evaluation of whether you're a winning hockey team or not. Like, once it seems rotten, then you move, even if it doesn't seem that rotten, because teams do it. How much of a change would it really be? The the proverbial spark, and, you know, who knows what kind of uh, formula you'll get out of it, but I think, like, Bilesma was tough, because he'd won. He was credibility. That that word is always sort of like, seems to elude the Sabres on maybe like a, a management level or a coaching level or even players. That's kind of the Roberts point. But by the second year, there's all this kind of talk about mutiny yeah. with him. Like, end it. And then it's Housley, and that was pretty bad from the beginning. Just like he was not qualified. He wasn't good enough. Pretty obvious, pretty early. That just you have to go the two years, I guess. Like that's what you signed up for. And Kruger, they had to lose what sixteen games in a row. <laughs> Every soundbite made you cringe. Players just being misused and and even criticized publicly. How does that just? How is that allowed to continue? Yeah. And I think this year feels like some version of that after last season, which was promising. Like. Some of these philosophical changes and things, which, by the way, also amount to a less entertaining brand of hockey, which I think should matter, too, maybe not on the top shelf, mm-hmm. has also just been, well, what what is actually happening here? Like th- That's what coaching is, getting the most out of players, but also making sort of the, the overall work, the system, and, and the Sabres just turned the clocks back this year, like, on purpose. I mean, I, I understand their explanation for it but the results are what they are it hasn't worked yeah and just all the way back to the caller's first point like we we all like have feelings you know lindy can be very an emotional topic and it was even the day he was fired uh you know but it was it was you, you can't on one hand be talking about changing coaches to get an impact and then say a guy that was here for 13 years should have stayed longer like it, they were they were out of, they were out, they were they were done it was done it had run its course and yes they have not had success since that happened but to me that's not a correlation like you just you don't have jobs for life in this sport and they needed a change and because it didn't work doesn't mean they didn't need a change
yeah, I can't be the guy who says like they're waiting too long when a coach is in the his second season and say they should have kept Lindy Ruff for twenty five years. <laughs> you can't, I mean, just that that doesn't that doesn't work. Andy is next. Hi, Andy. Good. How you guys doing tonight? Good. Thank you. I uh, just wanted to touch base, kind of something I think you guys had mentioned when Terry was first kind of taken over. It was kind of announced he was taken over with him being such a fan. Guy doesn't have many checks and balances in place, I think, based off of what the other caller was saying with Kevin Adams. We need someone with a backbone, someone that's going to tell Terry, just listen, write the check. This is what we need to do and have very little input on some of the stuff. But it's almost like he's playing franchise mode on the PlayStation and needs to reset the game here and step away and let the people put in place do their jobs. Uh, I'll hang up and listen and see what you guys think. Well, I'm, I'm, I, I would totally – we've talked about Jim Rutherford earlier today. Um, that might have been an idea that was an eye roll when it, when it, when it happened. Um, Don, Wild, Don Waddell a few years ago uh, getting hired in Carolina and Rod Brindamore and naming his, the, the, the team's grit and grind or something in training camp. Yes. Like, ha, 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 yeah. ha, ha, and look at them. They're like a model franchise with guys that you would have thought when they got hired, like, come on, that's never going to work. So – yeah, I uh, uh, someone with credibility uh, and 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 you know may, ideally maybe some hardware or something um, as the as the leader of the franchise as opposed to what they've got. Uh, I mean, I, I I think you could have made this point ten years ago. You could have made this point today, which you did. Well, I'm I'm not um, so negative toward Adams. I, I think it's really easy to say. Somebody else should tell truth to power, but a lot of people wouldn't, you know, be so good at it. And I think the right way to go about it is a balance. I think Pagula needs to be heard. Adams is literally telling us two days ago, like right now on this show, how he's in like the scouting meetings and they're they're texting each other about players in college hockey. Like it's it's easy to say he should shut them out. Or you know, like just hang up on them. Whatever. Like, well, I've done that actually. I didn't mean that as a literal reference, <laughs> but just like it gets easy to say that, but that's not really making it work. What you've got to be able to do is, you know, I, let's just assume for a minute that he doesn't always have the best uh, suggestions when it comes to this, because you've got this team of respected analytics guys in the organization. I cannot imagine that they sort of look at these players the same way as he does. So what do you do about it? I don't know how bad a scene it is, but you can't just ignore him. You can't tell him he can't be in the room. I mean, if you want to work there, I'm pretty sure you can't do that. Like the caller is saying, just stand up to him. I I, I don't know. It's something that's easy to say. So what, what do you have to have? Not that you're like doing that means necessarily you're going to have a good team, right? Like I, I can't know that, but you got to sort of, Play it carefully and end up making the moves you want to make. It, if it's it might, if it's possible to do that, it might just be one more thing you need to manage that you shouldn't have to waste five seconds on. That's right. That, I mean, that's that's really what it is. Um, I, I don't know how detrimental, if at all, it is. It, it may, may, maybe they just ignore it, but I, I doubt that. I doubt they can just ignore him. Um, so, you know, but, but, but should you have to spend time talking? No, you should, you should be 
doing other things that are more useful, I think. <laughs> Seems right. I want to commit. I want to compliment you for coming up with this specific subject about them. Uh, I mentioned to Zach after the first hour of the show today that, like, this is, I, 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 I don't feel defeated and angry, and I'm not sure why, but like, <laughs> th- this conversation, the calls have been great, and and I just I, it's been it's been refreshing to have. Usually, I, I feel like right now. If if I am going to be part of a show that starts taking calls about the Sabers, I'm thinking about putting my head in like the big voice I've got on the on the on the bench no, on no. my workbench downstairs and just cranking it until my brain start oozing out of my ears. And I just think like I, what what am I asking for? I just think it's going to be disastrous. And this has been good. I think. Well, thank you. Don't move that vice because I have a different idea for tomorrow. <laughs> okay, great. Is Drake May falling? <laughs> I actually did have that listed up top today until I thought of the other thing. Is Drake May falling? February 15th. Guys are falling. Everyone, we have to keep the NFL draft machine churning. Don't unplug it. There cannot be one day when actually nothing changed. There cannot be one day of that. Is Drake May falling? I don't know. We're going out. Okay, we're broken up. (laughs) Tune in tomorrow for Is Drake May Falling? If you missed Mike Giardi with us, you can find it, WGR550.com, talking about the Patriots. He might end up being a Patriot, considered one of the two or at least three best quarterbacks in this draft. You can also listen to some of our recent stuff that we've already covered on the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog here, pregame at 6 for Sabres and Florida. This is WGR. Josh's game is considering the, what he does for a living and pounding that he takes on his body. The fact that he's been able to, to play this game and you can see the enjoyment that he has, the addiction that he has for, for the game of golf. He asks unbelievable questions today about how he can get better that only athletes really can you know, ask those type of questions. And that's what's neat about being able to play with athletes, see how their, their brain works. We're very similar across the board, whether we're playing you know, football or golf or, or baseball. How we look at things are, are very you know, consistent. Tiger Woods, I believe he shot one over at Riviera today. Talking about Josh Allen, who he played with yesterday. Very cool. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog here. We've got a couple of breaking announcements here pertaining to the Sabres with the news that they've called up Dustin Tokarski, goalie from Rochester. And they're now saying that Lukanen is day-to-day with a lower body injury. So probably that means he won't be in this in the game tonight, and maybe it'll be Comrie. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Ugh. All caps. Ugh. That's it. There's your, there's your analysis. Not Levi? Back, back to you in the studio. I respect them not bringing Levi up here. Okay. Um, I, I just let him go somewhere, get in a groove. Fine. Right, Rochester. Good. Um, Lukanen has been one of the very best goalies in the league for more than a month. Yep. Oh, that just sucks. That just, that is just, that is so, that is so tough. So tough. Ugh. Get up, get them out of your fantasy lineups. Yeah. Lukanen. tough. Day to day. Day to day, lower body. They also put Jack Quinn on IR, which I guess they hadn't done. Yeah, I saw that looking at their cap friendly the other day. Needed the spot for Tokarski. Yeah. All right, pregame coming up in less than half an hour. Steve is next. Hi, Steve. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Um, There's a lot to mine from, from 16 years of dysfunction with the hockey team. So, I mean, lots of stuff, but... I think the worst decision the Sabres made was the summer of 2015, the Orion O'Reilly acquisition. You had engendered goodwill with the Sabres fan base. You didn't have the longest playoff route yet. You had the number two overall pick. Vibes are good. And you go and you push, push fast forward on a, on a rebuild, but the team that had no depth was historically terrible and had no prospects, really, because the picks from the 2009, 8, 9, 10, 11 draft weren't really good. So you had a cupboard of assets, a cupboard of potential future, and then you blow it away on a, on a center that you have to pay huge money to now. So now you went, went from one summer in the, in the morning of that first-round day, you had cap space and draft picks, and then you blow it away on a, on a, a first-round pick for a goalie who wasn't very good, didn't work out, and a very expensive acquisition on two players that are not on your team, and I think to this day, I'd still rather have J.T. Comfort, the 31st overall pick, and Nikita Zadorov. I think I'd still rather have that because you gave yourself more road to grow with the team and have future. So it just all the Tim Murray moves, man, we're all just guy at the, at the crash table, guy at the blackjack table who's losing big and chasing it, chasing it. Oh, let it ride, let it ride, let it ride. And you just ran out of road before you even got on the track. All he had to do was be smart, savvy, and conservative with a team that was historically terrible and tons of future ahead of it. And instead, he pushed fast forward with a team that had no business making that acquisition. And I understand people loved Brian O'Reilly at the time, and that was a popular move, but gave a good copy and all that stuff. But 
I just there was no reason for that. That was a reckless acquisition, and they're still paying for that to this day. Interesting. I mean, in fairness, since you know that Comfer and Zadorov are in the league, O'Reilly is also still in the league, and you know, effective enough. Um, you like th- this is a reasonable choice. It wouldn't be mine. It wouldn't be mine. I thought you can criticize Murray for being aggressive. He really wasn't losing in your metaphor there at the tables yet. Uh, he just did not have apparent. I think. I think it was not his plan to be here long term. It was just pedal down. Which, like, I, I'm saying the same thing you are. That's obviously what it was, but I, I didn't blame him for it. In fact, in this show today, talking about, like, what fans think they would say the Sabres' biggest mistake was of all these years, I've also heard firing him <laughs> as as the choice. So really about, like, what your appetite was for how aggressive they were. This caller's was uh, negative toward that, and mine mine wasn't. I mean, O'Reilly was good, and I don't think the Sabres needed to be to slow play their development. Yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, I, I we, we all obviously know how it ended. Um, I, 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 I I liked it. I like I liked I liked Murray's style with that. The Kane trade that preceded that even. Um, in that in that winter, knowing he wasn't going to be able to play, um, you know they they, they it, it felt like and I get you know I guess we we all learn we all learn as we go right. It felt at the time like all right, well I've got the top end of my lineup solidified. I'll just figure out the rest. <laughs> I guess that didn't. That's not that easy. Well, that didn't work. Right? Not that easy. <laughs> um, you know the play the players conference it off were the you know it, there are picks obviously too. Um, those guys are like Zadorov's been a journeyman. Like he's a, he's a certain he's got a certain style. He's he's a pretty physical guy in, in today's game, and you know Comfer is a, a nice piece, but he's not a meter mover to me. Um, so you know what what did I give up there? I mean I I, I don't know. And and Comfer's on now a third team. I think he's moved on from Colorado. I know that. I can't remember where he is now. Um, but you know, so what? What is that? I, I think he's in Detroit, actually. Comfort, ha ha, Detroit. That there's the one of the three teams in this division that were all sort of grouped together. Somebody's going to step up, and Detroit is the one that did. So m- maybe Comfort's the key to it all. I don't know. Um, I would have made that trade. Is is all I'm saying. And I and I know how that looks. Like I I would have gotten fired too, I suppose. But that I would have made that trade. Thanks for the call. That was that was uh, thought provoking. David is next. Hi, David. Hey guys. Um, look, some of these calls I, I've been listening to for the past few hours are just. It reminds me of people in Buffalo complaining about it's too cold in winter, it's too hot in the summer. I really think, you know, I mean, the past fourteen games, I, I did the math. So, past fourteen, not including tight, eight wins. Six losses, uh, three shutouts in that span. So I don't think we're doing horrible. I mean, uh, people are making this uh, this out to be like it's a Kevin Adams, uh, Don Granado type of thing. And we just had a seven-zero shutout <laughs> the other night. So where are we going? I don't think we're doing too bad. 
I think people are looking at the glass half or less filled than, you know, half. So I, I wish they would take a step back, look at what we got, look at what's going, and I don't want to, uh, I guess I'm going to say it, trust the process, you know? What What is the process? Well, you know, Bulldog, you were saying earlier that, you know, he's a go, 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 we'll learn the mistakes and stuff like that, and he's not doing things to change a little thing, but he put he put Thompson on the penalty kill. And what did that result in? It resulted in an injury. You know, those are things that are happening, are taking place, and they're minute maybe, but those are things that are happening. He's not just a go, go, go guy. No, no, no. The point about go, go, go was offense, offense. Don't worry about mistakes. We're young. Okay. We need to figure out what our potential is and what your ceilings are as players in the NHL. And now he's had to sort of pull that back in to be more responsible and play defense. And I was worried when they committed to him as their long-term head coach whether he could wear both of those hats, whether the players would receive the different sure. message the same way as they received the fun message okay yeah okay i get your point i get your point but the fact remains is that the fan base is again all about attacking a coach i mean can i can i ask you guys a question who was the coach that we were gunning for way back that ended up in toronto and didn't work and he was a high level coach mike babcock you're thinking of okay so there you go what is that point the point is mike is that Sometimes it doesn't matter about the coach and and the players. It it's a combination thereof, and getting to that level of combination. Okay. Okay. I, I'm, I'm, the, I think I'm good. I'm just sort of numb at this point. It just this the, the simple idea of cutting the season off this year at when when they started to go eight and six to me is just like a remarkable way of explaining how they're actually not bad. I mean, eight and six is what anyway. Why, why even do that? Why, why even pick an arbitrary point in the middle of the season? I mean, they're also one and zero, and they and they didn't even give up a goal. I I'm not saying that the guy's terrible or anything like that. I'm just used to the Sabers. It maybe Granado will uh, ride this out and be the exception, and everybody can you know celebrate. But waiting too long in these sort of seasons where. It, as they're going on, you sort of you're in the mix for the playoffs, and your team your team is struggling with consistency or offense. In this year's case, the power play it's different things, different times, and it just doesn't seem like an organization that's willing to move. That's not just the coach; that's also the roster. This year, they have been especially stagnant, and that's frustrating to me. And if, if fans sound too critical to you, I don't even really know what you're listening to because most of the calls we've taken today have been the la- about the last decade. Rather than this team, are we are, is there some parallel show we're we're hosting where people are calling in to criticize Don Granado? I might have heard three people do that all season on our show, but I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Anyway, I I've, I I mean I, I meant what I said a little while ago. Like I've enjoyed hearing from. I think the calls have been great today. 
Um, and I never know what we're going to get when we open up for, for Sabres calls. But they haven't been um, about him or this year's no, I, team I, at all. I know, barely. I, I know. He's come up. We've I've talked about him. Uh, I don't know. The, 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 the caller's overall point is be patient. Well, okay. I, I, I want the guy to know. I want you to have the self-awareness to know that to the vast majority of people who care about this hockey team, you are the one who sounds like you're talking crazy. <laughs> Yeah. If you're if you're calling this show, which to me has been very reasonable and measured today, in the face of a 13th year out of the playoffs in a league where half the teams make it every year, and you're saying people are overreacting. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Being and being impatient? I mean, I, I, I don't know what to tell you, man. I mean, I, thank thank you for calling. Thank you for listening. I can't help you. If eight and six were like ten and four, I know it's just that's eight the, and six. That's the other what, thing. What's that? Like, uh, like at one point, pa- pa- Paul will be able to fill this in for us when when he he joins us to start uh, pregame. But th- there was maybe maybe when they got back from the break. Um, I, I know I mentioned this to Zach. Whatever their record was in the previous fifteen games. It was like a game, with, with uh, overtime losses and everything. It was like a game over five hundred, maybe like eight, six, and one, like the caller's talking about, right? And if if they could play at that pace, they'd be on this pace for the year, and that would be a playoff spot. And in my head, I'm going eight and seven isn't even good. <laughs> like, what are we talking about? They, they can't even they can't even like meet the the minimum criteria to be like decent. You're, 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 all you got to do is be like a couple games over 500, like actually really over 500. And they can't do that. They're going, they're going to win the night. Absolutely. I mean, this is, we're, we're, we're that's why I'm this is the second, right the second game day in a row where we're just <laughs> losing it about the Sabres. Look how well we, we did on Tuesday. Mike Schopen, the Bulldog, pregame at six, Florida in town. This is WGR. Let's see if we can't fit a call or even two in before we turn to pregame with Paul Hamilton. Let's go to Bill here. Hi, Bill. 
Hey guys, uh, just I'll keep it quick. Uh, just one thing I've noticed: I'm, I'm 25. I, you know, I, I love the Sabers, and I found myself over the years been a little disinterested. Um, the thing that I find the most difficult about the Sabers, um, of all of the you know major sports teams, is I feel like their issues are the hardest to identify. What is wrong? So we discuss all of the you know whether it's contracts or trades or moves. And it's not like the owner isn't spending money for contracts. He's not unwilling to do that. It's not that we're, like, missing on every draft pick. It's just that it feels that something's always a little off, no matter what it is. Um, I find that to be incredibly frustrating. And the one thing I'll leave you guys with, and I'm, I'm curious to actually hear your thoughts on, and this goes off of the last caller when he was talking about being patient. I am curious, over the years we've had so many coaches and GMs, and we kind of have a rotating scale similar to how the Bills did uh, over their drought. I'm curious what it would take, in your opinion, to have a coach or a GM where we see some progress and it's like, okay, we're not going to give them two, three years. We're going to give them some, some ample time here so that they can build something. I'm not necessarily saying we haven't done that. I'm just kind of curious what you guys would want to see from that spot to, to move on with that. So thanks. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think consistent progress, improvement, and that's the biggest problem you've got right now. Um, they might be in – a spot right now where they're trying to do exactly what the caller's describing. And that's why Adams and or Granado have not lost their jobs, you know, due to this team's underperformance this year because they're trying to, like, ride it out and hoping that Tage Thompson gets back to scoring, you know, maybe not 50 goals but 40, uh, and that, like, a lot of guys sort of bounce back because they, they had a lot of career years last year, and this year – it's not even at the pre-career years level for some of these guys. So it's been tough. They, they, they might just be putting their heads down and going, okay, let's just get through it and start again at zero and zero. And, um, you know, we'll see what happens. Look for the Mr. Worldwide hot dog tonight. We have time to fit that in. Uh, Pitbull, Miami, Cuban sandwich kind of vibe there. Pickles. Yep. Love the hot dog of the day. They've gone that route uh, a couple. And Tampa had something similar to that, I think, when they were here. All right. Sounds great to me. Yeah. No. <laughs> Got to take it. These peppers are still sitting here, by the way, if you're ever hungry. Speaking of, of that, the are. Chicago hot dog. Yeah. Uh, they're not coming back this year. Time out. Pre-game next here on WGR. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.